Chris, I am back, and uh, I'm with a very good old friend of mine, Mecca Ibrahim, and uh, I'm going to let her describe what she does before we get into an interview, because uh, she can do it better than me. So, hey, Max, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Chris. Yes. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. You want to describe what it is you do? Well, what, I, what do I do? Um, I suppose I bring people together in the form of community. Um, I'm not going to say I'm a storyteller, because everyone's a storyteller these days. Yeah. Um, but I bring together people who do have stories to tell, I would say. Um, so technically, I'm a, a marketing manager and a social media manager. and um, Social media guru, yeah. I'm not a social media guru. I hate. I, I absolutely hate the word guru right, because okay. it's it's, you know, I'm I'm not sitting around on some sort of like higher plane, really? pontificating about social media. Um, I'd like to yeah, maybe one day, maybe but, but, but for now I'm not. Okay. I'm not. So okay. I'm a, very here. You're very real. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a social media. Let's say um, expert, if you want to use okay. want to use that sort of word. But um, in reality, I'm now a social media consultant okay. and a marketing manager. Okay. Um, and um, up to a month ago, I was. Um, head of social media and marketing for Great British Chefs. Um, yes. And I began that role in July 2011. And... Um, yeah, which is one of the ways we've worked together over, over the years. I, I did a, it is. a good bit of work for Great British Chefs here and there. You writing, did, and, um, you did. Yeah, in other projects we've worked on before. Um, yeah. So yeah, so but yeah. Here we're we're going to be talking about specifically women in the food industry. Absolutely, which I guess would apply to you as well because you've written, you've worked a lot. With Great British Chefs is obviously food driven. A lot of the things you worked on have been food related. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, obviously everything I've done um, since um, 2011 as a as a career has been food related, um, and it's been about. Um, marketing and social media around brands and around um, the public in general um, and I've just seen I suppose a, a huge increase in people's interest in, in food um, whether that's from a perspective of making recipes to um, creating their own recipes to buying food and learning more about where that food comes from um, so I think over the last few years, I've definitely seen an increase in in in, in provenance um, and or an interest in an interest in people seeing where their food comes from, and that's that's really the, the, the biggest change I would say I've seen in 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 the, in the food industry since I've worked in it, um, you know, professionally since <laughs> since 2011. Um, but prior to that, I actually um, was involved in, in food, as, as you well know, through a, um, a blogging competition um, called um, Nom Nom Nom, mm, yes, um, which we started in 2008, I believe. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so quite quite some time ago okay. now. I don't know how many years that is. Yeah. It's a lot of years, isn't it? And I've heard there might it might be coming back. Nom 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 is coming back. Okay. Um, yes, Nom 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 will be coming back. So Nom Nom Nom, for those who don't know it, um, um, was and let's say will become a um, a blogging um, competition. Uh, well, food bloggers competition. What what I what I found when I, I I've I've been blogging myself since um well I say since I started blogging in two thousand and three, and blogged for about ten years and mm -hmm. and then and then stopped. 
Um, but while I was doing that blogging, um, I was blogging about the London Underground and um, all of the sort of social niceties you get of travelling with two million people mm. um, every day. Um, I um, saw a lot of food bloggers and was friends with a lot of food bloggers mm. like, like yourself. And I wondered, because most of them at the time weren't necessarily cooks, they were actually doing food reviews and writing about their um, views at restaurants and things. And I thought, I wonder if these guys can actually cook themselves. Right, yeah. So we started a blogger's version of MasterChef, really, mm-hmm. and we got um, food bloggers paired up together. They cooked in the amazing cookery school um, on Little Portland Street. And um, they had a couple of hours, like um, they would on MasterChef, to make some dishes. Um, they would go off to a market to buy the ingredients. Um, they'd be able to bring a few from home, but in the main, they were making the dishes from scratch in the kitchen and then presenting them to um, a panel of judges. We had some amazing judges back in the day. We've had people like um, Francesco Madze, Anna Hansen, Martin Morales, um, Tom Hunt, Tom Aitkins, Bill Knott. All of these guys, like right back in the day when blogging was, you know, not really thought about mm-hmm. in the same way. Way that it is now yeah. who were just yeah. who were just really really into um helping bloggers and 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 being curious about them so um there was also an element that um as, as well as there being a real physical tasting people then had to write their blog posts up publish them online and get their blogging um well not their blogging community but get the people that visited their blogs to, to vote for them. So there was a people's choice as well as a, as a real tasting. And, and in that um, whole event, which we ran for um, five years, we ended up raising over £6,500 for um, Action Against Hunger. So we're, we're keen to... to, to I've, I've been on Facebook and um, I, I look back one, one Facebook post to all the people that had taken part in Nom Nom mm. Nom and I looked at what they were doing now and they're all doing now some really amazing some things. Some doing really incredible careers, they've yeah. Got, they've got amazing careers now. I mean, they've, they've gone on to all sorts of things. The, the ones that are in food have, have, have usually probably all written a book by now. Some of them are working for um, BBC Good Food. Some of them are... Um, um, heads uh, of major advertising firms. Heads of major advertising firms, absolutely. Some of them um, have gone on to um, be very, very senior in BuzzFeed. You know, so some of these people are, are doing some, you know, incredible things now, yet they all still, we all still hop back to that time when when food blogging was very, very different yeah, to what right. it is now. And, and we, um, just, just through putting out a post on Facebook, there seemed to be an interest to doing it again. Okay. So we'll probably do it again. Okay, sometime yeah. in 2019. Sometime in 2019, yeah, okay. definitely, oh, cool. definitely, yeah. But Nom Nom Nom, as, as, yeah. um, as um, going back to um, women in the food industry, is, is also um, going to be um, a, um, a food events platform. Um, and um, speaking with um, the lady, um, Rosalind, who runs the cookery school, that's very much what I, I want to do with, with Nom Nom Nom. Yeah, yeah, okay, so yes, um, so Rosalind Wright House, that's, that's one of the uh, people that's going to be participating in some of the things you have coming up for the women in the food industry. So um, do you want to talk a bit about that? What, so, so. Yeah, tell me more about women in the food industry. So, okay, and what so, you have cooking up for it. Okay, what have I got cooking up for yeah, women in the food industry? It's a very good pun. It's a very good pun. 
Um, I like puns. Um, I like buns as well, but oh, I like puns okay. and buns, puns and buns. Anyway, um, yeah, well, women in the food industry, um, that came about um, amazingly um, over a, um, a kind of a dinner conversation, kind of conversations I've had with other people as well. Um, you know, I must um, say that I've had some conversations with um, the lovely Sudi Piggott, mm -hmm. um, who's Sudi Foodie, who um, runs um, a Women in Food. Um, but what I wanted to do, and me and my friend um, Janie Ash, who runs Better With Jam, wanted to do with women in the food industry, was go beyond chefs um, and go and look at women who are in the entire food industry. So that means producers, that means people in the drinks industry, that means um, farmers, that means cheesemakers, that means PR people, that means food photographers, that means, you know, a whole heap of women who are in the food industry but are not necessarily just chefs or are not chefs so that's very much um, what what um, how I see women in the food industry there's, there's there's a lot there's a lot of us you know a huge amount of us and I'd, I'd been aware I suppose of like you know this whole sea change I suppose in 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 feminism becoming, you know, for want of a better word, you know, much more, this is going to sound really terrible, but more, more mainstream. Um, you, you, I suppose back in the day, back in the 60s, feminism was like about burning your bra and going mm. on marches and doing sorts of like really wild and, and wacky things. And it was about, you know, empowering and being a sister and, 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 and all of that sort of stuff. And feminism now kind of is sort of those things but it's 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 much less it's much less necessarily militant or much less going out on marches but that doesn't mean to say that people who are feminists can't go out on marches and and be you yeah. know and be militant but i think there's definitely an awareness that in this industry in particular, particularly if you look at professional um, in the, the chefing world, going back to that chefing world, is that of of all of the you know the great um, chefs um, that there are in in, in the UK, only uh, you know professional chefs, only eighteen percent of them are women, which is just ridiculous. You know we've got like more fifty percent. Well. Was it fifty two percent of the population are we as women? I, I, I don't know what the figures uh, are. It's, it's, it's a little bit more than half, but less than twenty percent of those professional chefs are female, and um, that bothers, I think, quite a quite a lot of us in the industry, and we're not quite sure why that is. Mm -hmm. There's various reasons that have been posited as to why that is, in that the in that the kitchen is like very fast paced and very pressurized and very stressful. There's plenty of other jobs where there's stress and fast pacedness and pressure. And women can thrive in those situations. So there's something else going on that's mm. not necessarily just a case of it being pressurized. So you know, and, and obviously the, 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 there's come a point where, um, say a month, a month and a bit ago, we had our own kind of like Me Too mo moment where this um, the chef that everyone um, respected and, and, and knows knows really well, you know, did something that was inappropriate um, mm. and, you know, put his hand up um, and, said, and said that. But there was a lot, of, a lot of discussion around that and saying that it was now kind of time for 
women to like say enough of this really you know it's 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 not right um but i think what we wanted to do from a sort of um a a women's perspective is not necessarily harp on all the bad things and and why we are underrepresented and why we are so like persecuted and and why um our our lives are, are not as as great as they could be and and look at all the things that are great about what we're doing um because we are doing some amazingly great and some amazingly good things and some amazingly nurturing things and some some things with education and some things which are like looking at provenance and being more concerned with provenance and being more concerned with the environment um, there's women that are like really, really trailblazing in those areas. Well, who would be a good example? Well, uh, Chantal Nicholson, for, for example. Okay. She's she's um, she's a, she's an amazing chef. She um, where does she cook? She cooks at Treadwells. Um, she um, is um, she started her career as a, um, uh, a solicitor. I think she was um, in conveyancing, possibly in, in New Zealand, and she just took a career a complete <laughs> career change and. And, and taught herself how to cook. She came over to the UK, got a stage with um, a chef, and eventually um, caught the eye of Marcus Waring. Um, not and a bad he, eye to catch. Not a bad eye to catch. Old blue eyes. Oh, okay. Um, he has got very nice blue yeah, okay. eyes. Okay. <laughs> just a bit professionally, but okay. But, but okay. Okay. There you go. Okay, there you go. Um, anyway, um, she caught she caught the attention of Marcus Waring. And um, he made her into his um, head of operations for his restaurant group. Um, but, um, and she did an incredibly good job of being head of operations mm. of, his, of his restaurant group. So that was the Gilbert Scott, um, Marcus at the Barclay. Yes, and um, that was it at the time. And then um, he, you know, learned that she is also an incredibly good, good cook. cook. So they opened up um, Treadwells. Um, I'm not sure what year Treadwells opened. Probably, a few years old. probably, yeah. yeah, about maybe, maybe four, four or five years ago. Okay. And Treadwells has now become like an amazing restaurant um, in um, Seven Dials, mm-hmm. um, where um, Chantelle is like um, is not like is Chantelle's chef patron of Treadwells, and Treadwells is the is is one of those great restaurants to go, if you have a very mixed group of people that you are um, dining with. So if you have someone who is um, uh, gluten, you know, has got gluten intolerance, you have someone who's a vegetarian, you have someone who's a pescatarian, you have someone that doesn't eat refined sugar, you have someone that um, um, doesn't, you know, is 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 just generally, you know, flexitarian maybe. Um, Chantel's restaurant, Treadwells, caters for all of those people, and and which which is which is pretty incredible because oft, often you you find that you might um, find that a restaurant is great on vegan but not necessarily good on anything else. Right, yeah. So she's great on vegan. She's great Usually on celiac. Usually, just the opposite, but yes. <laughs> yeah. she's she's great on vegan. She's great on celiac. She's great on she's great on great on everything, and she published a um, a gourmet plant based book, which has become a, a, a you know for want of a you know a, a vegan bestseller. But mm. she's you know she's not a vegan herself, okay. but she's very very concerned and, and interested in the whole um, plant based. Um, move that I suppose we're seeing at the moment where people are becoming flexitarian oh, yeah. which means they just kind of want to spend some time where they don't eat meat yeah 
doesn't mean to say they're necessarily a vegetarian. Well, they're not a vegetarian because yes, <laughs> there's other true, days yeah. we'll be they're clearly uh, eating eating meat. Moments, yes. Vegetarian <laughs> moments, yeah, vegetarian moments. Okay. Cool. Uh, got another example. I, uh, of what some uh, some other women that are doing great uh, great things in the food industry. Um, there's an, well, there's loads of examples. I mean, I, I love I suppose the things that. Um, um, Oh, I love the th- I love the things that Anna, Anna Hansen's up to as well at the okay. moment. So she, she so Anna Hansen is is again an, another um, chef that I've worked with for quite quite some time. She's the um, chef um, owner of the Modern Pantry uh-huh. in in Clerkenwell, and she's great at things like um, f- fusion. She she was taught um, under um, uh, Peter Gordon um, yeah. from the Provadores and um, used to work with him and she's coming up with some like some really amazing mixtures of taking you know um, foods from different cultures and and mixing them together okay. and I, I, I quite like this whole mixing of cultures there's there's, uh, there's obviously an argument for saying that um, you know food should be um, pure and it should yeah. it should stick to one this culture yeah exactly exactly Japanese, but yeah. the uk is like a melting pot of the uk is a melting pot of different um different foods and we should celebrate people's differences and, and sure. think of how we can bring those differences potentially together and okay. and 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 look at fusion from that perspective there's there's I, I love I love fusion I love fusion food and um, it's it's something that I I feel quite you know strongly and uh, and passionately about and um, the other people that I suppose that I wanted to to mention that we're mm. going to be doing some really interesting things with hopefully um, is um, is um, toast toast ale um, and that um, I think some people may or may not have come across it is is an amazing um, beer. Um, it's a um, purely all all of the profits from the beer go to um, charity, and and how they make the beer is from bread that would have normally been thrown away. Yeah. So it's bread that's surplus to requirements. They take all the surplus bread and make some really nice yeah, beer out of it. It's beer, yeah. it's a really tasty beer, really tasty beer. Um, this what are you going to be doing with them? We're going to be doing um, an, a a great event. Um, it's going to be like. Basically, I think one of my favourite events because it's going to be combining food and wine and beer and, beer, okay. and even whiskey and, whiskey, and even okay. whiskey. We've got some amazing women who are like at the forefront of all of those areas who are going to be um, telling us about how they how they got into those areas. I mean, beer is one could argue is and and, and wine to that extent um the case of making beer and wine as may maybe seem more of a sort of like a something in the male domain particularly particularly wine it's um it's quite a bit of a yeah and yeah, yeah. slight slight old boys network yeah, and there's, so, yeah. yeah and there's these women now who are bursting into these areas and are, are making really good wines and are making good beers um, so we're going to be doing an event um, with them, um, with um, beer expert um, Melissa Cole, um, with um, wine expert Helena Nicklin, mm-hmm. with um, um, the operations director from Toast Ale, and also with um, Mel Brown, who is the founder of the New Zealand Cellar. And we've also just got on board um, 
um, Bettina Campolucci, who's going to be doing some food matching with those wines. And we're going to be doing an amazing event around talking to all of those women, um, finding out how they managed to um, um, get great beers and, you know, come up with, the, with, with amazing beers and wines, and also um, find out how you match beers and wines and whiskey right. to, to food. Um, so the whole whole event will be around that. And how can people find out more about that event and, and the other things you're going to be doing around uh, women in the food industry? Well, it's it's that, really. The website is called womeninthefoodindustry.com. Dot com, okay. Um, so please visit that. Yes. Um, there will be um, a whole list of events that we're going to be running up to um, and including... Yes. International Women's Day, which, which is on is the early March. It's on the eighth of March. Okay. International Women's Day is on the eighth so of March. Week, so it would be that week. That's so on a Friday, isn't it? It is a Friday, yes. Okay. So we'll be starting on the second of March okay. and running right through to Friday the eighth of March with these whole amazing events. And also I'm kicking off uh, I guess a, a sister series, uh, with this interview I'm doing here now with you and I'm gonna be talking to some more people that you're participating with yep. uh, in these Women in the Food Industry events and uh, I'm looking forward to those interviews. Thank you, Max. That's all right. Thank you, Chris.